0: Dana. Hi, how are you? Oh, just dandy. How are uh, you? I'm well. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here, here, to here to rant and
0: rave. We did it. Uh, are you sure you can't hear like uh, <sighs> noise in the background?
1: I promise. I got a new highway, but uh, I don't think that's from you.
0: It's not. uh, It's from your hotel. Um, But my noise here that I'm hoping nobody can hear is I had a birthday gift card and I went ahead. This is how you know you're getting old. You haven't even asked me about my week and I'm already like, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) I got one of those shark HEPA air cleaners.
1: Ooh, like an ionizer.
0: Yes. Well, here you can see it if i turn you a little bit see it
1: yeah
0: it's all automatic everything um awesome. and the reason it's on right now is because i just cooked so it's getting rid of the odor Ooh. and the, it is lovely uh, we live in la and every day when i look at the weather it's like moderate not good for sensitive lungs and i'm like i've been breathing this for over 20 years my kids growing <laughs> like it, this is an investment in our wow. health, and I said to Dan Tipton, "That's how you know you're getting old when you use your birthday your birthday stuff for an for air, major air filter." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's worth it. It our air out here is so nasty. Were you you were in town on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Lordy, it was ick brown dirty out there. I know. Which was sad because so, it was a beautiful day, actually. It was like 75, nice, cool breeze. It was like perfect weather, but the air was nasty.
1: Well, the pollen is a fallen, okay? Mm. Like really hardcore. I mean, we have so many different kinds of trees out here, but just like the East Coast, we've got those big old pine trees, and it's raining pollen. There are two, I don't know what I did to deserve this, two right next to my apartment building, and I'm not kidding you, Every single day for the last two weeks when I open the door, I'm like, oh, my God, is there a fire? Thinking it's ash coming down? It's pollen. Oh, And I have had a splitting headache and sneezed my bloody brains out for two weeks. Anyone with those fall allergies is dying right now.
0: Well, it's interesting you say that because I don't really have strong allergies. But Mm -hmm. I did say to Dan Tipton last week, I was like, I have been sneezing and nose running like yep. crazy and i don't i didn't feel sick i knew it was sinus uh-huh. but that that makes sense it's fall yep. quote unquote
1: sick and i was like oh my god this pollen is seriously yeah it's overwhelming and i hate those little like things that come out that almost look like little cocoons they're like those gross mushrooms that the guy always squeezes.
0: Squeezes, yes. It
1: has the plume of smoke. The
0: spores.
1: Or puff or whatever. Yeah. That's how it is with these little pollen things that fall. They're like.
0: Poof. Yeah.
1: Not a fan.
0: <laughs> Not a fan of very nature. Very
1: angry about my. I'm
0: very mad at nature. <laughs> I did some fun things this weekend. I went. Yeah. On Sunday I went. Um, what did I do on Saturday? I said I did fun things, and now I'm only remembering one thing. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, My son got his first vaccination. Oh, yeah. It was so wonderful. And, of course, very LA. There was a little step and repeat there. Mm -hmm. I was like, of course. (laughs) This is so LA. Um, So we did that. Very excited. Mm -hmm. I just felt like a sense of hope that I haven't had in a long time. Yes. So that was exciting. And he literally went, ow. Ow. And that was it. And then I kept checking in all weekend like, how you feeling? Do you have a headache? Is your arm hurt? No. No. No.
1: <laughs> awesome. He's so like, with kids, are they alone? getting two shots?
0: Yes. He already has his second one scheduled. Okay. Yeah. So um, we did that. And then we went and had magpies. Magpies soft yeah. serve mm-hmm. as a treat to teat and some pizza for dinner. That was his treat for it. Um, and then on Sunday, I went down to Olvera Street. Love it. Uh, I hadn't been in so long. And, I know. Uh, I was going with a girlfriend who she hasn't lived here very long. She had never been. Mm-hmm. So it was just so fun. And it happened to be, um, it's after Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. but they had the classes of the what is the dancing called where they have the beautiful skirts they twirl? And ah. the heels, the heels, I should know this. <laughs> this my heritage. I but know.
1: I don't remember, but I love it. And especially little, in Oliveira. It's so special to see yes. that.
0: And their little black boots that have the boys and the girls, they have mm-hmm. they have a bit of a tap on the bottom, I think, because they do the
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then swing their little skirts. Anyway, so they were classes and it was all ages. I think the youngest was like two and then up to like 12.
1: Oh cool.
0: Boys and girls. Oh my god! They were so excited. They had their, um, you know, their uh vera. Uh, yeah, Her like the gems painted, painted. uh huh, and the mm-hmm. gems and everything. And um, they were practicing their steps before they went up together, posing for pictures, swinging their skirt. Sc- it was just the cutest.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: And of course, there's a lot of cool history there, which uh-huh. I always find interesting in LA because Los Angeles, like. We just knock everything down and rebuild. Like, there's not a ton of history here. <laughs> That's one thing I love about like East Coast and, you know, the Southern states that have so much history and heritage around. We don't, we don't have so much, but Oliveira Street is one of the oldest. It's considered like the birthplace of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it was cool.
1: It's really cool. I love going down there. I wanted to go really bad for, uh Dia de los Dia Muertos, because it's such they a cool a- celebration. But I was like, all right, maybe this isn't the year to do it.
0: I know because they cramped. do it. Yes, it's a, it's a know, small it's a tiny area, tiny little cobble streets, cobblestone mm-hmm. streets, and yeah, it probably would have been chaos. But it was so cute because we walked down to Union Station, right across the street.
1: Beautiful.
0: It was stunning. Yeah, the architecture is just insane and it was almost sunset so the light was coming through but then as we were coming back uh, all of the grown-ups had started they were playing music at the side of the little pavilion mm-hmm. and all of the older couples were all dancing together it Aww. was so sweet it was just like this neighborhood community kind I of love that. impromptu dancing circle mm-hmm. it was really cute it was neat we had a good time
1: i love it. Have a your week? You've been busy. I have. I went out of town for work. And then my friend who moved last year was in San Diego. So I said, you know what? I'm already halfway there. I will drive down to San Diego after work. So I did. We had the best time. It was like an adult sleepover. She got a suite through her work. And we went out for literally, I'm going to say hands down, the best sushi i've ever had in my life i'm not exaggerating
0: disgusting
1: we we went to this incredible restaurant that she found and the quality of the fish and the artistry that was presented and the service that we were given was absolutely impeccable it was truly like a transcendent experience for all my fellow foodies you know i'm not being uh too much or exaggerating when I say it was transcendent. I had uni that brought me to another place in this world. Okay, that's Ugh. fresh sea urchin, Dana. I know you.
0: Good suck. lord, have mercy. What are you, a mm-hmm. monster?
1: Mm-hmm. What kind
0: of beast eats sea urchin?
1: Oh, this one, that too.
0: But they're <laughs> so pretty.
1: It doesn't look anything like what you think it does.
0: After you butcher it?
1: Insides.
0: Uh-huh. So it's liquidy? <laughs>
1: uh-huh. No, uh-huh. it's not liquidy. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I yeah. wish I could make you try it. Just kidding. It is definitely an acquired taste. It's not something like shrimp where you tell people just shut up. It's cooked. Just try it. uni is is not for the faint of heart okay so we had this incredible dinner we laughed our asses off she introduced me to the great british baking show Uh which many people recommended i had never seen it we watched a couple episodes of that i loved it and uh i babysat this weekend which was amazing and (laughs) this is how much of a creep i am i never want to text the parents unless it's an emergency, right? Well, this is one of my dearest friends. I text her. I said, "Um, how long does she usually sleep? And she said, well, probably till about 2.30 or so. Why? Is everything okay? And I said, yes, fine. In fact, I just want to play with her. (laughs) So I kept going over to the iPad, which has their monitor on it. I'm not kidding you. Every five minutes to be like, is she up? Is she up? Is she up? Is she up? up?" (laughs)
0: she's so cute (laughs) oh
1: god it was seriously so so fun so yeah it was a very nice um week and i uh had a couple of beers with some friends last night it was very
0: nice very
1: nice that's lovely nice we
0: went we also went for a walk around the lake i didn't tell you that Mm. and um i i pet every dog i saw
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: I'm just that person now. Yes, I w- I mean, I always, always ask. Makes me happy. I always ask first. I say, "May I pet?" You know, because some dogs don't like a bee pet. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh no, she's kind of snippy or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, that's cool. That's why I ask." You know, right? Um, but if you say yes, and that doggy comes anywhere mm. near looking towards me, I'm in on it.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I love well. It. Should we jump on in?
1: Let's do it because do it. this is something that has been driving me really nuts, and it's happened twice in the last few weeks. So I'm like, you know what? Really? This is very rant worthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. My rant, and it is my personal rant. <laughs> is restaurants not disclosing an upcharge for certain things at the time of the order, okay? It is on you to either A, list that on your menu, or your servers, every single one of them, must be instructed and trained to let people know, okay? Some restaurants have no modifications, right? Or they don't even make certain things as an option or a side or whatever but when there's options be honest okay right now it started with alan ordering a burger we went to this awesome place when we were out of town last week and he ordered a burger and the server said fries okay with that and he goes yeah she's like great Okay. Now, first of all, burger and fries, those kind of go hand in hand, right? Sure, I know there's some yeah. places don't, but if you don't, A, you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and B, why isn't that made clear, right? Mm-hmm. So he, the reason why I was annoyed is I thought, as opposed to what? You didn't give him another option, nor is there one listed on the menu, right? Of course, right. someone wants fries. How about you tell them that it comes with chips or a side salad instead? And if I want fries, it's a $2 up charge.
0: Right, right.
1: Not unreasonable, right? No. So then we went out to one of our absolute favorite restaurants. It's, I feel bad naming the restaurant. F it. I'm going to do it. Their food's outstanding. Madre. Okay. Uh, there's one that used to be by a place that I worked for many years, and we went there a lot. And now there's one in West Hollywood. And I was like, we've got to go. We were on the way to a friend. And I'm like, we're going to Madre. Let's go there and have dinner. So when the lady's taking our order, I ordered the mole. And mole always comes with tortillas, right? Right. And she says, flour or house-made corn? And I said, oh, I love flour. But now that you said house-made, I feel like I've got to get those corn tortillas. She's like, great. Continues on with our order, right? Right. So our bill comes. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? There's a $4 upcharge for getting the corn tortillas.
0: No, see, when you say flour or house-made corn, you're saying it comes with one. You Correct. get a choice. Correct. It's, or you say, okay, that comes with flour. Or you can have the house-made corn for a $4 upcharge
1: correct so yeah. i only got the corn but i didn't know that if i got corn and not flour that it was going to be four dollars yeah more. that's
0: ridiculous i've never had that happen before
1: i was paying four dollars that's a lot now that's here, a lot <laughs> here is my point of why this well there's two things that make me furious a i find it dishonest i don't like it okay i don't like also, that's like
0: do did you eat four tortillas because that's a dollar a tortilla
1: (laughs) okay great i don't like feeling duped and
0: you said it's dishonest
1: it's dishonest but also if you just let it be known and say it comes with flour or for an additional charge Mm of four dollars you can get our house made corn nine times out of ten i'm gonna go ahead and get the the better item or whatever it is because i'm a glutton that way i'm gonna probably do it (laughs) But that's my choice to agree to that. Yes. That's why I'm so furious. It's like, don't make it seem like it's this or that and then just slip that in at the end. Yes. That's the same way. I mean, this is a different thing entirely. My dad got pissed and my dad is an excellent tipper, always has been. We were out to dinner the last time he was here a couple of years ago Uh and we went to a nice restaurant and then the bill came and there was – a another surcharge. And my dad's like, what is this? Like, oh, that's for like a 3% tax that we put to help with benefits for our employees. And my dad was like, no, 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 no. That's not on me to pay that. And he's right. And it wasn't disclosed. And by the way, a lot of restaurants do that in LA. You should start looking for that when you're at a sit down. I mean, when's the last time you've gone to a sit down restaurant, but yeah, you'd be shocked.
0: Yeah, There's but what can you do about do it?
1: Well, if you know about it, you can then, I guess, choose to not go there. But I find that obnoxious and egregious. Yeah. Another 3 to 5% upcharge on the bill.
0: Yeah, because they don't want to provide. They yes. They don't want to provide for their own employees. They want you to.
1: Correct. Yeah. So I am, I've had it with people not just be upfront about it. Put mm-hmm. it on your menu. Most places, here's a Caesar salad. Then underneath it says add chicken $4, exactly. add shrimp $6. You yeah. can get the Caesar as is or know that you're going to pay $6 more,
0: right? Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's aggravating. I know. Because then how many how much did you spend in upcharges just in one meal? <laughs> you know?
1: I mean, it was, again, for the French fries, it was only $2, but to me, it was the principle of it. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, what was the alternative?
0: Everyone knows, at least in the U.S., almost everywhere you go, you don't just get a burger singularly. It comes with a side.
1: Yes, (laughs) and it's usually French fries.
0: Usually, yes
1: normally the up charges if you say oh can i, I have want a salad, salad and stuff? yeah
0: for a dollar 99 extra okay that's what they tell you
1: nope the potatoes were a dollar 99 extra two dollars to be exact <laughs> rant over
0: <laughs> 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 all right well i have a listener rant mm-hmm. okay so here we go maria hey for Thank you for covering my last letters about spay, neuter, frustration, and the rescue that we work with. Of course, our pleasure. Mm -hmm. It really meant a lot. On to my most current frustration of life. My husband and I are moving from Utah to Texas to be closer to my sister and her incredible family. I'm so thrilled. However, it is showing me that my spouse has a difficult time doing anything if it seems overwhelming. I'm a very anxious, medicated (laughs) empathic (laughs) organizer who really needs to know each step to take before we do anything as large as selling, moving, buying all at once. Normally I think ahead and anticipate every possible situation. So my spouse doesn't normally see how much work goes into things, but this summer he was let go from his job. So it's just my income and our savings for us. So since he has plenty of time, I requested him to do the research and get the ball rolling so we can move before the end of the year. After two weeks of no information, update, communication, there was still nothing done or even started. Come to find out he hasn't started because he's overwhelmed by the idea of where to even start. Yeah, I'm so annoyed that I have to be the one to communicate any of this or even spend time doing the research that I asked of him. Due to all the skills I listed above, I really try to trust people like my spouse or my family when I ask them to do something. Releasing that control is still very difficult, but I've gotten better. But this situation result so far has not proved to be promising. Anyway, before I go on too long, the main rant here is, guess what? I'm overwhelmed too, but I work full time and overtime to make extra money for us to move. Stop playing your damn video games all the time and start helping with this task. Okay. (laughs) I adore you both, Sarah. Okay, so... I understand this so well. It <laughs> I now mine is different because we're not moving. So, like the stress of that is crazy to begin with. Um, I do understand being so overwhelmed that you don't know where to start, but that's mm-hmm. when it's on you to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Because she's obviously got a lot on her plate. But if he had said, Okay, I know you're busy. I want to make sure that I get the ball rolling for us. I do understand what it's like to be overwhelmed, like yes. I said, but you do. You have to ask for help. And it's on him to say, I know you're busy, but I i just need an idea of where to start. And she could have easily, because she's thinking about it too, been like, oh, totally. Why don't you start with this, this, and this, and then we'll, we'll talk again or whatever. But to not do it and then just leave it with nobody doing it only makes it worse for everybody.
1: Yeah, you're being very nice, nicer than I would be because of course I'm thinking, hey, she's working, you figure it out.
0: Right, well, see, I'm the one who can't get work right now, so maybe that's why I'm being nice. But I I also will say, even when you have a relationship and you both live in a home, especially whether you have children or not, you're sharing mm-hmm. a space, right? Yeah. Especially if you're sharing your space. I guess if you're, you know, bi-coastal, <laughs> both work on different <laughs> coasts, it's a little <laughs> different. But there has to be a shared responsibility in the home yeah. that's completely set aside from work, okay? Mm-hmm. So my work, I work, but I don't always get paid for it. I do this right. podcast every right. week.
1: You right. know what
0: I mean. So, like, this is part of what I do as You're a job. Saying. It's an it's a wing of yep. my my uh, acting career. Yes. Um, I do it because I love it, but I do it for free. In fact, we exactly. we we need to get on on the ball because we're both broke, <laughs> and we pay we actually have to pay a few a few things to make this. Um, so anyway, it's just like. There still needs to be like, I find that I go through this thing where I'm like, well, he's doing his job where he goes to the office. So I have to make up for, I'm not bringing in money right now. So I clean obsessively. Right. Well, then I start getting resentful because then I'm just a a housekeeper. Yes. And also he starts to be less concerned with what he does around the house. Mm -hmm. So like, if I'm every single day asking you stop leaving the coffee maker pushed out and the empty coffee pod on the counter, I'm going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually had read this thing about like the division of responsibility in a home. It's Mm -hmm. very, very important. I wonder if I can pull that up real quick because it talks about being respectful because here's the thing, whoever it it falls upon to run the home, which is what he's having to do right now because Mm -hmm. she's working and they need to move, right? Mm -hmm. So whoever it falls upon, it is your responsibility to make sure you get it started. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is not her case per se, but I would say and uh, for anyone else listening, the person who um, is at work, be grateful that you get to go to work and just do your job because I don't get to. I'm always a mommy and I always have to find babysitters and I always have to find a way to work around that schedule. Mm -hmm. I don't get to just do my job. When I show up to what you guys would call a job interview, I call it audition. Mm -hmm. All the other women are sitting there calm. They're collected. They're pretty. They're running their lines. I come running in like a cartoon character, sweating bullets, going... Where's this energy? <laughs> because I have barely made it there. So when you go to work, you do have to remember it can get overwhelming. Okay. Yes. This is not her situation. They're moving. This mm-hmm. is a whole different thing. Um You have to realize that your partner at home still has all these things they're trying to do, be it look for a job, whatever it is. um, But they share that space with you. And if they are just tasked with having to ask you to do every little thing you do around the home, that's a job. Mm -hmm. That's called a manager. And I'm sorry, but I don't get paid a manager's wages to clean and run my home. I don't want to have to tell you. I want you to be an active, respectful participant in my home and mm-hmm. my life. That's what partners are. Okay. So even though their situation's a little bit different, mm-hmm. uh, he needs to be an active, respectful participant yes. in what's going on because she has her plateful. full. Totally. And he needs to ask for help if he doesn't know where to start, because I'm not saying I don't get that. I get overwhelmed very easily. I have mm-hmm. an entire pile of crap I'm staring at right off screen <laughs> <laughs> that has been there for months that I need to go through, but it feels overwhelming. And I, yes. it. you know, wow. so I do get it. But she need help, and I'm sorry, but I know the I know the male video game gene. I don't know what it is, but they get overwhelmed <laughs> and they got to play video games for hours in their underwear. There's nothing that makes your partner matter. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's seriously. like seriously, sitting crocheting for twelve hours a day. You see me painting for eight hours straight in my panties. <laughs> I don't think so because there's dishes to be done and towels to put away. And I don't want to have to tell you because I don't get paid to be your manager.
1: (laughs) I also like the idea of giving some suggestions like you said for real. Like, yes, it has to be an active thing and a shared responsibility and all that kind of stuff. But this is a good point for uh, especially when it's with your partner, spouse, whatever. Even if... Sarah, if you just list five things, maybe for him um, and say, you know, get a moving quote from three companies, call utilities in Newtown to find out how long you need or if you go online to get your new stuff set up once you've moved. What do you need to do to close down your current accounts in wherever you're living now? Maybe if you write out the five things that you need and are most pertinent and give it to him, then it's like, you know what, buddy? You've been given all the tools to succeed. This is on you now.
0: Well, now you're being very nice because Sarah, (laughs) what I would say is there's probably a million and one lists on Google. How to get started with a big move? Tell him to Google it while Actually, he's got that right. remote in his hand. I'm sure he plays something online with his buddies, and then <laughs> your headset. He can take a second, open a second window, and Google that list.
1: <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah. we wish you the best. With we this. wish you the
0: best. That's I. Oh, the thought of moving
1: it's so much it's so it's much, so much.
0: <laughs> it's so it really much even is. when you move like down the street can yes. you imagine a big state That's the thing
1: it's no Oof. different than moving across the country really. totally like,
0: totally just a shorter drive is all i know Ooh, we feel yeah, for you we, we feel really for you all right well we definitely need a cleansing breath oh after all yeah that.
1: we do yes we do
0: we got real mad at uh, spouses who don't pay management wages.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: People who upcharge without telling. <laughs> okay. Well, we like to rant out all of our problems, all mm-hmm. of our issues. Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're not. Uh, You're But right. we get a little worked up. And I will say, we, Jessica and I got worked up in the green room before mm-hmm. we even started. So we're re- a. For our cleansing breath, we take a deep breath in, we blow out all those frustrations, and we'll spend the rest of our time together filling up with some goodness. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Take a deep breath in. And, (sighs) ah. Oh, yes. Oh, you know what? You should probably tell everybody how to get a hold of us. We always forget.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, you can please find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com or go to our website and hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you for writing in. This week, Sarah sent us a rant and a rave. That's like Double the pleasure, double the fun. We are so grateful for that. Um, please keep your uh, keep your correspondence to us coming. We love it. We live please for it.
0: In do fact. yes, please.
1: All right, guys.
0: Ready for corners?
1: Week's corner is a uh, weirdo of the week. You're weird. <laughs> You're so very weird. Why must you bring
0: your witness here? I feel like we haven't heard it for a while, but I know we just did a couple of weeks ago. I guess I just miss it.
1: You know what? Thank you. I appreciate that, Dana. You are the one that asked me to write it, and I gave you what you wished for. So, so this is uh, very much to me in the same vein as our friend in Turkey who joined the search party. For himself. Unknowingly, he was quite drunk. Oh
0: my god, um,
1: yes. Well, this is a lost Colorado hiker who was gone for 24 hours and ignored rescuers' calls because they didn't recognize the phone number. That oh, would no. be me. Oh no! That would be me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Dana. Okay. <laughs> this is... Uh, From insider.com, the author is Osmi Howeron, and here we go. Local search and rescue authorities say a Colorado hiker who got lost on a trail ignored calls from rescuers because they didn't recognize their phone number.
0: Oh, my God.
1: In a Facebook post from Thursday, Lake County search and rescue officials described the ordeal, which they said took place on Mount Albert, Colorado's highest peak. Officials said the hiker set out at 9 a.m. on October 18th. By 8 p.m., they began searching for the hiker when someone reported that they hadn't returned. Multiple attempts to contact the subject via their cell phone were unsuccessful. Officials said a team of five people set out at 11 p.m. to search for the missing hiker and stayed out until 3 a.m. A team of three then... This is so boring. Get to the freaking point. per the facebook post the hiker said they lost the trail around nightfall and spent the night searching for the trail and once the trail bounced around onto different trails trying to locate the proper trailhead is this author on acid (laughs) the missing hiker reached their car the next morning about 24 hours The person apparently was unaware a search and rescue operation was underway because they had been declining the phone calls. One notable takeaway is the subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognize the number. If you're overdue according to your itinerary and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number, please answer the phone. It may be a search and rescue team trying to find you.
0: I mean... That could have been Jeez. one paragraph long. That last sentence could have been... <laughs> Who's the author?
1: <laughs> we'll All add
0: of it, it add it to our list of authors that were like yay
1: yay yay. It's
0: like I at approximately 1pm. At some point I zoned out a little bit. I'm sorry. And I actually have you to look at.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like at 1pm the hiker set out at 101, hiker looked at Fitbit. 102, hiker took a drink of water to stay hydrated.
0: Oh. I mean, boy. I
1: cannot handle I know. it. I can't handle I know. it.
0: <laughs> that might be the worst weirdo of the week we've ever had.
1: It really is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not from a listener, is it? No. Okay, good. <laughs>
1: But seriously, that would be me. I don't answer my phone when I don't oh, recognize the Oh no, if I don't number. know the
0: number, mm mm. If it either. doesn't and pull up,
1: the only but... time
0: I do is like if I have a job and there are people calling. I know there are going to be people yeah. calling me. I don't know. Then I will. But if I it's know. not that, forget it.
1: And see, because of that, I never do either, and it's always bad news. I know. I. <laughs> <laughs> I... The point is if you get freaking lost, you answer the phone. You answer
0: your phone. Or how about this call somebody because you're lost? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was that's what I was thinking too. I'm like,
1: this means that they had served.
0: They had a phone the, the whole time. The number
1: was reaching, they just kept declining. There was just like I don't
0: know where I am. Who do I ask? <laughs> God. I wonder if they took some edibles or something. <laughs>
1: that one paragraph clearly they had okay (laughs) oh my god
0: well all right i think i I have a a more fun one it's definitely crazy this is a um well this is from a listener in new zealand which i love
1: oh yeah did i send you this or you
0: didn't but i found it myself
1: okay perfect perfect
0: um I love so much that this happened. Like, this is so great. And I also am going to read the caption, too. But um, because you and I follow Sky Dogs on, yes. or, on, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. So here's what the corner is. There's not a title. What's our animal, animal instincts corner? But that oh, yes, yes. I don't think that really fits this, though. It
1: really doesn't. Well, it's kind know. of a what the what.
0: Kind of, yes. Because you guys, did you know? A bat just won New Zealand's highly esteemed bird of the year award, which means that all the birds lost. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know if this listener knows, but I have an affinity for birds. Like I have a a screenplay, like I have this, whatever, I I have a thing for a project for myself where where I go back to reclaim my crown as a professional bird caller because i'm unhappy uh, with how my life saying, has turned why out why did
1: i not know about this
0: you didn't i'll no. send you the log line later okay. investor <laughs> 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 what would we have to invest our dirty laundry um <laughs> our literal dirty like dirty sock um so this says you heard me <laughs> I'm reading this from Instagram. It's the shit you should care about account. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard me, a bat, but not just any bat. Okay, here we go. Whew. The Pika Tauro bat or long-tailed bat. We'll go with long-tailed. With <laughs> letter, Which is one of two bats in the country and one of the rarest mammals in the world. That I didn't know. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and it's only... This is the best part. And it's only about the size of your thumb. Oh. Now, you might be wondering why was a bat in the running with the birds? I am. Um, well, Forest and Bird, who run the annual awards, decided to throw the bats in the ring, not as a cute Halloween stunt, but because they are a critically endangered native species that needed some mm. awareness, and because if we had a bat of the year... <laughs> It would only have two contenders. (laughs) I mean, every other year, right? Who's going to win? I mean, in America, we have a lot of different kinds of bats, I think. I know Australia has tons of different bats, but I guess they don't make it over to the NZ right (laughs) they only have two little bats anyway this one's like a little hummingbird it's cute cute. i personally think that bats look like doggies with wings anyway I i love them so much but i know some people are freaked out by bats i
1: think they're so cool
0: uh this says i particularly like this quote from the washington post which i found after searching is a bat a bird (laughs) so please don't say i don't do my research (laughs) quote while we sympathize with its endangered status a bat is not a bird a bat belongs in a belfry a bat is a batty a bat is batty i don't think this professional from the washington post knows what Uh... they're saying they just got a tongue twister Uh, Bird of the Year has not been without its scandals. In 2019, there were fears of Russian interference after hundreds of Russian votes poured (laughs) in. Turns out they were probably legitimate and Russia just has a lot of bird fans. The year before that, there were apparently a couple of hundred fraudulent votes from somewhere in Australia who from someone in Australia who was attempting to rig the contest in favor of the shag. And last year, again, apparently, a hacker slipped in 1,500 votes for the Pukupuku Little Spotted Kiwi.
1: That sounds like a cute bird. I know. I
0: don't know if it's worth sneaking in 1,500 fraudulent votes. (laughs) (laughs) If Pika Pika Toro can win bird of the year despite not being a bird, then you can ask out your crush because anything is possible. And that's what the caption says here. If a bat can win bird of the year, you can apply for that job you're underqualified for. Congrats to Pika Pika Toro. How cute is that? I mean, it does seem slightly unfair to all the birds. I know. But listen, there are men in the world who are sexier than I am in ladies' clothes and makeup. So it happens. Does that really is that it, the correct analogy?
1: That's hilarious. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> I'll never forget.
0: I was walking down Santa Monica A Boulevard. Burning
1: bath clothing.
0: Yes. I was walking down Santa Monica Boulevard with Laura Kraft and this drag i think he was a drag queen but he was mm-hmm. around that area a lot so he yes. may have been working as well but anyway stunning right mm-hmm. and so one day she said he said what you looking at to her and she said you you are stunning <laughs> and she was like oh i knew i loved you <laughs> she said, her legs were just like flawless yes. and so long and i was like i know it seems unfair <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's amazing. Awesome.
0: All right. Are we ready for our raid
1: Yes. And thank you. That was from one of our listeners. I
0: know. I, I love know it that, so much.
1: I don't know that this is appropriate or pro. I mean, in Australia, you say from down under. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is but New, New Zealand,
1: Zealand also down under New Zealand produced one of my favorite shows of all time. Hello. Wentworth. Right in the
0: car. Concord. In- no, Wentworth. Oh. It's in its final <laughs> season. Oh, yeah. Final
1: season just got released on Netflix. That's my husband's
0: just... dream place to move. Whenever things get New shipping Zealand. over in, in America, he's like, I don't know. We should probably move to New Zealand.
1: Yes, because people are nice. It's beautiful. They're yes. uh, I would
0: love prime love minister
1: it really knows how to TCB, take care of business.
0: I know. Like, I feel like they're such a forward thinking country. I don't know.
1: Yep. Stunning. Indeed. I just wondered if I could hit my pop filter one more time because I usually (laughs) have my mic angled down. You guys, I'm sorry if you hear like these weird little...
0: You're in a hotel. It's not your fault. This is how dedicated Jessica is. She records on the road (laughs) when she's doing important uh, police work.
1: Oh, Lordy, yes. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. This rave is also brought to us by Sarah, who gave us that rant earlier that Dana did. Love it. This is the company by Humankind, B-Y-H-U-M-A-N-K-I-N-D dot com. And she said, I've used these products for over a year now and really do love them. Their customer service is very responsive and their products really hold up. The fact that you get reusable containers and only have to order refills makes life a lot easier. They come out with new products every so often, but my main reason for sharing it is they have a plastic offset subscription available for $8 a month to offset the plastic waste footprint of your entire routine. For anyone that is curious to dabble in this should definitely give them a shot. They have travel kits that would be pretty perfect for trial runs. So this is, yeah, this is really cool. And, um, it's beautiful, simple, modern product and packaging, lots of like bars and whatnot. So this is how it works. Uh, we send you your refillable container and your first refill containers are free. When you subscribe ongoing, we send you convenient refills on your schedule Subscribe and save 15% or reorder as needed. Over time, you'll reduce your plastic footprint, saving our planet from single-use plastic waste. I love they it. They have, like, for instance, uh, I'm sure you've seen these before, in, like, a little canister, the tablets. Uh, this is for the dental routine set. I think it's the kind of toothpaste that, like, you bite into it and it activates it in your oh, mouth.
0: I didn't know about that.
1: That's a new like eco-friendly and not like some weirdo chemically thing. It's an eco-friendly way to have instead of how the tubes of toothpaste. Yeah. You know, you get these little, they look like pills you bite into it. And so deodorant, like um, there's all these bars. There's also, I don't know how the refills come, but for shower, shampoo, and body wash. So it's very cool to have companies like this. There's also a place in LA that does this now where basically all they sell are refills and stuff. You don't go in and get new bottles of shampoo. You either like bring back and exchange your old bottles or you bring in a glass bottle and they refill it. So
0: well, anyone cool. saw The video that was released last week of how much plastic we just pulled out of the ocean.
1: It's beyond astonishing. I mean, you can't believe that it's real you can't believe it's real
0: just shocking amounts of plastic they were dumping onto these boats to carry out of the water yep one of those
1: floating garbage piles is bigger than the state of texas i
0: know which is that is the states
1: horrifying (laughs) yeah that's horrifying
0: horrifying yes
1: they can be seen from space now yes Anyways, keep it in mind. Um, I really do try to do it. And I'm telling you, like, you know, every little thing that we can do. But I now, every time I go into a store, I'm like, I know I think I'm just going in for one thing. But I'm going to take one of my reusable bags in. And yeah, I do.
0: I keep them in my car and in my purse.
1: But I'm like bad sometimes bringing it into the store unless I'm going grocery shopping. And I'm like, no. Anytime I go into a store. To get a couple of th- – I don't need another damn
0: bag. Right. Well, you, you know, know what I just did recently, if you want me to do this for you? I just bought a bunch of thrift store T-shirts, mm-hmm. and then I sewed the bottom closed from the inside, cut so the sleeves smart. off in their bags, and they're adorable. The last That's batch so I got good. were little girl shirts that were like, feet girls are run the world, or – positive positive vibes only or a glitter unicorn they're adorable and i just use them as reusable bags
1: i love it and it takes
0: me two minutes to make
1: oh i
0: literally just use a yarn needle and some jute and sew up the bottom from the inside you can't see it
1: i'm very impressed very impressed indeed
0: well if you want some i'll make you some. okay i love that thank you so much for sending that in indeed My rave this week is called Too Good To Go. Too Good To Go is a mobile application that connects customers to restaurants and stores that have unsold food surplus, which you and I have complained about before. So I love this. The application covers major European cities and in October, 2020 started operations in North America. One day I was passing by a bakery and the baker was throwing away a lot of great products. I asked if I could have them, but the baker said he wasn't allowed to donate the food, so I paid for it, and he ended up giving me three times more than what I had paid for. That made a light bulb go off. This is something that could happen every evening at every local food store. It's been five years since that day, and we now saved over 71 million meals thanks to this super simple concept. At Too Good To Go, our mission is to inspire and empower everyone to take action against food waste. By connecting app users to delicious surplus food at restaurants, eateries, cafes, and grocery stores at the end of each business day, Too Good To Go presents our partners and users with an easy, fun and accessible way to fight food waste on a daily basis. I just thought that was so cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the, so it's, a, it's an anti, the number one anti food waste app, it says, and awesome. I just want to give like some statistics here. Uh, This is, They say on their website, it's on the front page, it says an unknown reality. Each year, more than one-third of food produced in the world goes to waste. And it's responsible for 10% of all greenhouse gas emissions. We are on a mission to change that. Are you with us? We dream of a planet with no food waste, and every day we're working on making that a reality. Our app is the most direct way for you to get involved. Just download log on and get saving perfectly good surplus food from your local stores. It's always a surprise at a great price and an instant good deed for the planet. So they have like 40, almost 48 million users. Um, They've saved a hundred point 4 million meals all over the world since 2016, Um, 1200 waste warriors fighting food waste across 17 countries they're really trying to build something big, you know, um, and they're also not for nothing. But if you're looking for a job, they have positions open and they've got like yep. you can work from where you are or whatever. So anyway, some people might be look, need to look into that as well. Mm, so it's too good. T-O-O good. G-O-O-D to go. T-O-G-O. Too good to go.
1: I love it. I looked. Um, this up, and like for example, one of the participating restaurants is a chain, but I think it's just in LA. But it's so good, Le Pain Quotidien. Do you oh, know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes, it's like a French bakery and cafe. So every day they have a mystery bag, and it's 4.99, I believe, and you don't get to know what it is. But I saw a sample, like somebody had posted online, of getting one of those and they were like somebody come over right now and help me eat these pastries for $4.99 it was six beautiful things I mean yes like maybe if you go to a nice bakery one croissant could be three to five dollars right yes
0: and and also worth it
1: like delicious yes (laughs) because you can't ever make something like that so I was shocked I'm like holy cow for $4.99 That's a you put that on a platter, you're uh, everybody's favorite person at the office, or you just made your family or your girlfriends or whoever happy.
0: Yes, you know, definitely.
1: So it's very cool. It's different restaurants um, (laughs) that participate depending on the city. And I think it's on the East Coast too. It seems like it's very new to the West Coast, in particular to LA, but uh, I'm going to totally sign up for it and start looking into it.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. Wow. Hmm. Jessica. <laughs> I got lost in my thoughts. I was thinking about cross walls. <laughs> she was like, wow. I think wow. that's our show. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> because here's exactly how my brain works. I was like, would I rather get yes. like a chocolate filled one
1: mm-hmm.
0: or a chocolate chip one? That's exactly. Yes. Uh, man. I can relate. I love me some sweet treats. I love me some sweet treats I'll a little bit, a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica, I do think that is our show.
1: I think it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell people how to get a hold of us one more time?
1: Yes. You guys, please reach out and find us like us, follow us, message us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. On Twitter at raves underscore the, you can send us an email directly at the Ransom podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website podcast.com. Thank Yay! you for your loyalty.
0: <laughs> I saw your brain search for that word. I watched your eyeballs. Your eyeballs were scanning your brain for that word.
1: I think it was Freudian because I almost said, thank you for your patronage. but
0: Oh, I was um, thinking listenership, but that's a little oh, clunky, clunky a in the one. mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the end of the show, <laughs> we usually like to share what, uh, what we're interested in mm-hmm. or what we're watching right now. I mean, we've been watching tons of our fungus sending each other our fungus guy, fascinated <sighs> by fungi guy videos. He had a whole slappy dappy the other day. <laughs>
1: I can handle it.
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Please go you, to that
1: site if you're he's, listening. He's a I dirty
0: bird. You, yes, I look he's up fascinated
1: by fungi.
0: And he acts so innocent, but I think behind closed doors, he's a dirty bird. I
1: agree. And those slime mold <laughs> mushrooms, you better look out. <laughs> you better look out.
0: <laughs> Have you been watching anything lately?
1: Well, again, I cannot stress this enough. I'm going to circle back on Wentworth. You guys, it is a hardcore show, but I love it, love it, love it. The casting, the acting is absolutely phenomenal. It's great storylines. It's back. And it's very weird because this is the last season. But I think there's either been, I think it says season eight when you go to Netflix Mm -hmm. but there's like 10 episodes a season so it started at 11 and then goes through 20 i don't know why they didn't put it on as its own separate season there was a clear delineation of when it stopped just like it does every season it's like something weird happened i don't know who cares watch it you've got eight episodes eight uh, see, uh, not episodes. Eight seasons to seasons. catch up on. That it
0: feels overwhelming, and I need it's help. So that's good. what I learned from Sarah's email. I know
1: <laughs> it's so good, though. And uh, my father is the one who suggested it because my dad and I have a shared love for prison shows and things related to prison and yeah. locked up abroad and yeah, all the name MSN shows, all that uh my dad binged that shit in two and a half days he called me with his like maniacal giggle I'm like what's going on he's like hey (laughs) I I finished it (laughs) I can't believe it I finished it I'm like you finished Wentworth he's like yep I couldn't stop and my dad does not stay up super late he stayed up till like one in the morning
0: oh my god that's amazing
1: (laughs) I highly recommend it.
0: Okay. Well, I did something probably not smart.
1: What? Did you I, start a show?
0: Mm, I started a station.
1: <laughs> Ooh. So
0: I downloaded the ID Discovery app. Do you know what that is? No. So it's a part of, you know how Discovery has like Nat, Nat Geo and all these different, Yeah, things, yeah. right? So one of their channels and it used, now it's its own number, I think, but it used to be only late at night. like it was right. like Discovery from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., but it's all <laughs> crime shows. It's Investigative Discovery.
1: Weird. So I
0: downloaded that app and I have been full-time crime
1: oh my god
0: for several days it's probably not good but at the same time don't come at me because i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what i've been up to
1: (laughs) oh my god i love it (laughs)
0: but I also always like to sh- share a point to ponder, and mm-hmm. I didn't run this by Jessica. I'm not going to make it political, but <laughs> if any hate needs to be thrown, bring it my way and not hers. <laughs> um, I actually did, I think, talk to you about this, but not okay. that I was going to say it on the show. I don't know why, but I feel like it's important to remind people that this happened in our country, and you know people that it happened, to at least in a public persona type way. Mm -hmm. George Takai, six days ago, posted on Twitter and Instagram, Mm -hmm. and if you don't know who George Takai is, he played Mr. Sulu on Star Trek.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, He posted, is it wrong to teach about the Japanese-American internment now? Because I've spent my whole life telling our story, and I'll be damned if I let some fool at a school board meeting refuse to let their kids hear about what happened to us. The truth, people. Teach the truth. So I'm not going to get into what critical race theory is, why people are upset about it when they don't even understand what it really is. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the, any of that. But I thought it was interesting that he posted that because it's a reminder, you mm-hmm. guys. That he was, he lived for three years in a camp. Yep. Here in California. Yeah. That he was not allowed to leave. Before he became a celebrity.
1: I didn't even learn about that part of history until I moved to California. And to be shocking, do you know where I learned about how the railroad was built? And that it was primarily built by Chinese immigrants who... A vast majority of them were treated like complete garbage and or just died. died because it yeah. was so dangerous. Yeah. The work, right? Like literally on mountainsides and everything. I learned about that at California Adventure, at the movie wow. about California that was narrated by, I believe, Martin Short and Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Oh my God. Well, I didn't even know about the Japanese internment no. camps until I was way too old.
1: That's what I mean. I I was already living here and it wasn't even when I first moved here.
0: I was here too because I saw a poster for it at the Rose Bowl um, flea market. They had had real posters that said you need to be gathered here by this point and it had the date and time. And I was like – what? i never learned that in school. And maybe oh, that's no. why I felt like I wanted it to be a point to ponder for people this week, not to talk about critical race theory, not to talk about all this stuff, but to not hide that we had yep. internment camps in California. If you uh-huh. don't mind, I will actually send you the link to this article. Yes. Here. George Takai, this article is old, I'm sure it's from Gizmodo. Um, yeah, 2014, actually. But it's George Takai describing his experience. In I read it. You did? I'll post
1: it for our listeners and I'll put it okay, in the show notes. Good. I've read the article from his account.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you don't mind, the, the clip that's in that article is only seven minutes long, but I just want to read the very the very few mm-hmm. first few sentences of this interview because I want people to remember this isn't just people trying to be political and saying, hey, we're headed down a bad road here. You know, you can think what you want about critical race theory, but I want you to know what it is, and I want you to know that we do have a history of problems in our country so amy goodman was the interviewer and she says so you were born where and he said los angeles she says and at the age of eight you were interned no at the age of five at the age of five okay we came out when i was eight now i could go on She says, talk about that. What happened? He was in there with his whole family. And I encourage you to read this article and to Mm -hmm. know and imagine how you would have felt being five years old and being put into a camp with your family. You were not allowed to leave because of your race. That happened in California. Mm -hmm. And that man's still alive today. So it didn't happen that long ago. And I I want us all to be aware, you know, we've talked about people are mean right now. In America, politics is horrible. I can't speak for other countries, but it feels like there's a lot of unrest in the world. Mm-hmm. And for America, I want to remind you, you can you can be bullheaded. You can fight. You can be mad at me <laughs> and say this is not the appropriate platform. What is the appropriate platform to talk about something like that? Exactly. Because I don't think there is one mm-hmm. because that's not appropriate in any way, and it never has been. So don't forget. You know, if you know who Mr. Sulu is, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that was in a camp. Yep. It was, you know, most of us probably have Jewish friends or family that were in a camp. You know, these things happen. And I just want us to be aware. I know that's not a fun, silly um, <laughs> thing to think about this week, but I do think it's important. So
1: Very we'll much so.
0: That. We'll post that information. It's just been heavy on my mind lately with all this going on. and. Mm-hmm. It's important that we it's important we know the dark side so that we don't repeat it. Yes. So Jessica did not have anything to do with this. So you can direct (laughs) all your hands at me.
1: uh, Dana
0: Powell. (laughs) I'm the redhead.
1: You yes, enjoy you. Oh I enjoy you immensely.
0: <laughs> I hope you have a great time at your job. you guys will. Thanks. Be we'll be back again next Tuesday, yeah?
1: indeed.
0: All right. bye.
1: Bye bye.